everyone. This is Barbara Ann Guiney. How is everyone today, June 23rd, 2021? Uh, it's in beginning of winter here in New Zealand in the Southern Hemisphere and summer in the Northern Hemisphere. And you had your longest day up north and we had our shortest day. So now the sun will thankfully be coming longer and longer the days here, the light in the days. Um, I look forward to that, to be honest with you. I am affected by the darkness. I prefer to be in light. I, for a while, back and forth between the Northern and Southern Hemisphere so that I could just be in the nice warmth and sun. But now I'm here in New Zealand year round and I'm happy about that. I'm not complaining. What I am concerned about is what's going on in the world. And if you at all have um, any knowledge of what's going on in the world, and I know many people, including some very people close to me, don't have time to watch the news and they don't watch the news because they believe there's a lot of lies in it and they don't want to watch it. But the reality is we are a global community and we do affect each other. You know, it was a saying years ago that um, a butterfly flaps its wings in Nepal and there's a, a wind in North Carolina. I mean, it's, it, we are all related. We are all connected in many, many ways, but it's understandable that people want to focus on their own personal life. You have to particularly right now in America, being a Canadian American and um, having my family in America, um, I, I noticed that they're struggling. And every day you have to face, you know, how do I put food on the table? And it's true for some here in New Zealand too, and in every country, Nepal, um, where a lot of the kids I, I am close to live, Australia, I mean, it, it's every country. There's always people who are struggling to survive, put food on the table and um, make ends meet financially, whether it be medical issues or whatever. So I guess my point in all this is we are all connected, but how do we, how do we help the rest of the world? I've had many people say to me, Barbara, don't worry about it. You have no control over it. And in ways they're correct. We don't have control over what's happening anywhere else. The only thing we have control over is ourselves. Even though we do have an effect, we do. We have to be aware that our thoughts, our actions, what we do and say are really affecting others. And like I said earlier, it's a ripple effect with the butterfly in Nepal flapping its wings. We all do have some, some, effect on the rest of the world, the global community. But how do we do that without going over the deep end? Like, it's very frustrating to see all these democracies going down in the um, world to autocracy. These dictators um, taking over countries and people believing lies and, and not understanding truth. People question, including myself, what is truth today? What is it? How do we how do we know what to believe? Well, fortunately, there are ways. And there are ways that you can become true to yourself and sense the truth. Last week, we spoke about the seven laws. Like I said, I'll go there and get my answers. However, there's other things we can do. Number one is that we have to listen to what works for us. Listen to our gut. Listen to our heart. What works for us and everything we say and do. 
And yes, there's stress. I mean, I know I had to go back to the States for five years and take care of family stuff. And um, it was stressful for me. That environment, um, there's a lot of negativity that I was subjected to over there. And, um, and it's true wherever you go. I mean, there's always some negativity somewhere, but it's how you react to it. That's the key. I did my best. I followed my um, spiritual laws and I was, but I recognize one of the spiritual laws is you have to take care of yourself first. Like we said last week about our last episode podcast, seems like last week, but it was actually a couple of weeks, almost three weeks ago, um, is that you have to put the oxygen mask on you first before you help others. And that's true. We need to do that. However, how do we do that when we're in the middle of stress, when we're worried about all the um, day-to-day trials and tribulations of being alive in this world? Well, the one thing I take comfort is knowing that my choices do affect other people, but they're my choices and I have to be comfortable with my choices. So how do we get to choose? Well, number one, we have to recognize stress. Stress affects us in every way, shape, and form. What is stress? Well, we need stress. Number one, it gets us going. We have to have a little bit of stress. It's healthy. It, it um, you know, an impeded stream doesn't sing, which means you have to have a little bit. You have to have a few rocks in your stream. You have to come up against something. Why? Because I think it makes us more determined to be who we are, to follow our heart, to make our heart sing, not only the stream. So what do we do? The first thing I believe we should do is recognize stress. So um, I, I wrote a, um, a, a, well, it was a workshop years ago, and I still do it upon, you know, request. It's called Reducing Stress Naturally. Like I said earlier, we do need to um, have some stress in our life. But what is the definition of stress? Number one, you got to define it. If you're going to deal with it, define it. So the first thing we say stress is when you're feeling pressured, like, you know, you're in a vice grip or you feel anxious. Um, You're racing around all the time. There's never enough time. There's never enough time to do what you want. There's never enough time. Although I've said that there's never enough time for me to do the podcast, but I'm okay with that because I know it's not the right time then. So I relax with it. I do it when it feels I'm inspired to do it, that it's the time. And then what message do I talk about? Well, that's inspiration as well. I listen. So going back to anxiety, the one thing I want to share with you that I learned decades ago, which is very effective, because when I was younger in my 20s, I had an anxiety attack. Many, actually. And of course, what do the doctors do? They put you on Valium because they know no different. They're not trained in anything else. But fortunately, I learned through my research and studying with amazing people is that anxiety is when half of the brain shuts down. It shuts down because there's a war going on inside you. Your heart wants one thing and your mind wants another or it thinks it does. So that's what happens to us. And I remember my days, I felt like my heart was jumping out of my chest. I didn't know what to do, what it was. Um, And I I wanted to learn. Why was I feeling that way? And what I learned was I needed to get a divorce. (laughs) I needed to get out of that marriage because it wasn't working for me. I loved my husband. I still love that man. He's He's a nice man. It just didn't work for us. It didn't work for me. 
I wasn't following my heart. I was doing what someone else wanted me to do. Hence, my brain was in war, my body was in a war, and I had anxiety attacks. So what do you do about that? Well, when you understand the chemical makeup of our bodies and you know that there's a war going on, what you have to do is access both sides of the brain. I'm trained in neuro-linguistic programming and, oh, sorry, there was my phone again. I should put that, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't think it would happen today, but anyway, I just put it on vibrate. So we won't be disturbed by that again. Um, I'm going to make a note before I start the podcast. I get so into the podcast. I want to do it and I just turn it on and start talking. Anyway, so <clears throat> going back to that, the chemical makeup of your brain is you need to activate both sides of it. If it shuts down because of the anxiety and the war, because the body doesn't want to destroy itself. It has its mechanisms to protect itself. So you have an anxiety attack, even though you think you're dying. <laughs> it's basically your body is is struggling, is in a war. So what you do is you activate both sides of the brain. How do you do that? You juggle, you stamp your feet, both feet up and down. You hug yourself and slap both hands on both of your other arms. Um, anything to activate. I told um, people years ago that um, my father used to always have change in his pocket and he was always jingling it. You know, I don't know if that was the thing of the past or whatever. But um, years ago when I was tour director in Toronto, um, this man uh, had um, anxiety uh, going up and down glass elevators. So I told him, I, well, I actually uh, told, I used to entertain the, um, the coach with, with um, little tidbits of uh, history and understanding the body and why we do what we do today. And so one of the days I told them about, if you have an anxiety attack, man, you can put your hands in your pocket and jiggle. You, they have worry stones now. They didn't in those days. Or jingle um, change, whatever it is, um, just activate both sides of the body. Um, in those days, before I understand why I did it, I dealt cards. I played cards with my older son. And that, if you realize, is using both sides of the body to deal. So that helped me calm down. Um, I had a beer too that probably helped, but we won't go there. Anyway, so moving on, um, that's what you need to do. If you feel anxious or you know anyone having anxiety attack, tell them to juggle. Activate both sides of the body. Use both sides of your body simultaneously. Just keep, um, not simultaneously, actually on and off, on and off, on and off. You need to do that. Um, you can stamp your feet up and down, but I don't know if jumping up and down at the same time would help. But I always just do it opposite. Just keep going, keep going. Cause you don't know which side of your brain shut down. So you have to just activate both sides. So that's my recommendation. Calm down. Don't race through stuff. My mother said to me years ago when she was 61, um, she said, you know what? I'm never going to hurry again. And they say, walk on the earth like an angel, caress it. Every footstep you make be recognizing that you're privileged to be walking on the earth right now and respect that and respect the earth and people around you and don't race, don't stamp, be easy. Anyway, so do that. And now, so what are the symptoms? Okay, we've defined it. Now what are the symptoms? You get tight muscles, of course you have anxiety attacks, you're tired, you're shaky, you can't sleep. And then you may have dif different uh, physical manifestations. You may get a skin rash or you have mental or physical illness. So that's 
what the symptoms are. And I think we all know it when we're stressed, although some of us, you know, we're doing, doing, doing all the time. We don't let our mind uh, recognize what we're in the middle of. Anyway, going forth, um, I don't want to run this over. I want to explain to you what stress does to the immune system. I did this research years ago. A lot of it came from Deepak and other research I found. In 1981, Dr. Raleigh found that under daily stress, mice that were infected with mammary tumors, the tumor virus, had significantly more tumor growth than mice that were under lower stress. So cancer grew. Why is that? Because the immune system is affected. It suppresses the immune system. How about they took a bunch of mice, they split it in two groups, they sent a group of mice far, far away, and upon arrival, you know, of course the mice were probably all shook up, we all do with traveling, they injected cancer cells. And then within 23 days, that group of mice were dead, all of them. The other group of mice, they allowed to adjust to their new environment before injecting them with cancer cells. Only 42% were dead after 25 days. So stress really affects you. It, it reduces your immune function. And it for people who take care of dementia patients or any kind of caregivers, that's a stressful, stressful position. You must know that. So you really have to take care of your immune system. Um, in 1991, there was a study by Cohen, Dr. Cohen, that psychological stress increased the susceptibility to the cold virus. So your immune system is elevated during relaxation. And by the way, if you get a massage, your immune system is elevated for up to three weeks after the massage. It's nice to get a massage every three weeks. If you have a partner, teach each other how to do it. And you can have bliss more often than every three weeks. I think it's blissful. I think we all, well, most of us, I shouldn't say all for anything. Anyway, so what are the healing options to take care of this? Because you know stress is important to you and you know that you need to do something. So number one, become aware. Become aware what's going on in your body. By the time, sometimes we're, you can't see the forest from the trees. We're just kind of don't even recognize we're in the middle of it until we're out of it. But somehow test that. Do you use those little things? You're getting anxiety attacks, you're tired, shaky, not sleeping, whatever. And then when you're aware of that, notice your attitude will change because hopefully, well, your positive attitude will go negative. You'll, you'll be judge, judging everything. You'll be, just notice that, that you're judgmental and recognize, uh-oh, I'm not in my happy place. Because if you're in your happy place, you smile and you love everything around you. We all know that. We've all been there. So make sure you eat healthier. You drink proper teas. Like I like to have chamomile before I go to bed. It's lovely. Um, don't eat fast, like shoving the food in your mouth, which um, is not healthy for you. And don't eat late at night because your body, when you go to bed, is shutting down. It doesn't want to be digesting food. When you eat, make sure um, you separate the fruit from the meat because um, vegetables and fruit digest within 20 minutes, most vegetables. And meat take, can take up to two hours. So think about this. You put fruit and meat together or anything else, particularly the fruit. The fruit's the one that really has to be eaten separately. That's done digesting in 20 minutes. Well, if, if it's sitting around in your stomach for two hours, it's fermenting. That's not good for you. So, and plus, if you're under stress, you're not absorbing the nutrients in anything you eat. 
So just be careful. Remember, eat. And melon, you should always eat alone. You can put some fruits together, but melon is always alone. Exercise. Move it or lose it. I talk about that in my book, you know. Just any kind of exercise, stretching, yoga, anything. Breathe. Breathe deeply. That's why exercise is good. It makes you breathe deeper. You can do the diaphragmatic using your stomach, circular breathing, Ayurvedic breathing through the nose, forcing out snorts and forcing out, you know, um, your abdomen to be pushing out more air um, forcefully. But, you know, of course, if you're um, pregnant or any of that, you got to be careful doing any of those breathing um, exercises. So you need to look at that. And like I said about massage, do that. PSAs go down. That's a cancer indicator on men. Um, when they have massages, it opens the blood vessels to the heart. It's recommended after heart attacks. And think about this. Mother dogs lick their baby pups, right? Why do they lick it? Do you think it tastes good? Maybe. But what they've noticed is that the, the puppy's growth hormones are increased. So they need to grow... And those that are neglected, they don't get licked as often. They don't grow as quickly. And premature babies grow quicker when they're maybe not licked, but they're hugged and, and held and talked to and all that. Of course, Dr. Emoto did that great um, book on uh, effects of um, uh, attitude words on plants. Well, sorry, water he did, but that does affect the plants. So there's just a few of the things I see our time is out. Um, but basically listen to good music, be in light. Aromatherapy is awesome. Have a positive attitude, sleep well. There's other things we can do, but I just wanted to give you a heads up. Of course, meditate. I don't want to forget that. So important to listen and detoxify every now and again, detoxify your mind and your body. So I won't go into any more. That is one of the lengthy workshops I do just to educate people on stress I hope you all are happy, stay well, and till the next time, take care.